And here we go. It is Tuesday, the 27th day of June. Really? So the month is about, no, the year is about half over and the month is almost completely over. So. Yeah, and dang, summer, nice entrance. It's like heat wave city this week. Sheesh. It just showed up and said, sorry, I'm late, but look, I'm making up for it. Here's an overdose of humidity, a sudden couple of thunderstorms in the afternoon, scattered, of course, so no one can predict really when they're going to happen. Right. And I'm right. all on top of my game now. I want to thank Spring for giving me a few extra weeks to sort of relax and ramp up to this. But I'm here now, baby. So get ready to water that lawn or watch it turn brown. And faint in 100-degree temperatures. Whee! <laughs> That's right. We're Gosh. walking down the block. Seems like you're swimming. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, exactly. so here we are. It's Wes. It's Sid. I hope your uh, week so far has been going good. And the uh, week to come goes even better or something heartfelt and optimistic like that. How is that working out? Yeah, that'll work. Okay. That's good for a Tuesday, Wesley. Sure. <laughs> and uh, and optimism. There's a little more law enforcement in town, it turns out. Sid has this story about uh, who's in town and why. Yeah, if you've noticed more uh, highway patrol cars on the city streets, you, and you're doing a double take well it's on purpose they're not just on the highways right now they're on state routes and city streets just trying to help with just everything that's been going on around the city uh, they did a thing in january and february taking back the loop where they did kind of a saturation and right. they actually made like over 2,000 traffic stops and some warnings and a bunch of citations and they made some felony arrests too well this current one is called operation grizzly and it started in march <laughs> i know okay and that's sweet and it started in march and it's going on um you know still it's going on it doesn't say how long it's going on but they're they're really focusing on state routes like covington pike germantown uh -huh. parkway lamar poplar shelby drive stage road walnut grove so police can actually do their job with businesses and 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 other things like that they're just trying to just saturate and impact the, this crime mm -hmm. so they've so since operation grizzly's been going on this is good they've made a bunch of traffic stops uh, over 9000 sure 150 misdemeanor citations eight felony arrests and recovered three stolen cars i know it's only three but it, hey but, they're know. helping memphis they're helping memphis police the city asked them to be here i think and, and you know we talked about it i don't know weeks ago but uh so that's so that's if you see highway patrol in town that's why they're and, just stepping up and helping out yeah you know, I'll, I'll take it and as it as luck would have it my my law enforcement bingo card had uh, a couple extra highway <laughs> patrol squares on it so it's working out great for me right right and so the police is city council passed an ordinance telling police to stop making pretextual stops like expired tags broken you know headlights and simple violations like that because they they just want to help crack down on the right. big stuff and uh the apparently 29 new troopers graduated from the academy last week some of those may be assigned to memphis i don't know action news five yeah. is still waiting to hear so just trying <laughs> well, to make okay. things safer all there right well, we'll take it. So thanks much for that, and welcome, new troopers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have some bunch of music news, yep. uh, by the way, it. too. It is, I'll get into festivals in a minute. You know, Mick Mars has been in this uh, deal with Motley Crue, and he retired from touring. Right. And this poor guy, he's just not, he's 61, and he has predicted that he, 
or maybe his doctors told him this, he just feels like he might be gone in less than 10 years. But he knows what he wants done with his body when he's gone. Uh, to be turned into guitars. No, but that would be, ah, that would be cool, Wesley. He's got this disease that I can't really pronounce. It's a bone fusing. He's had it since he was, he's had it for almost uh, 50 years. All right. He got it in his 20s. And it's a bone fusing disease, an ankylosing spondylitis. Go gesundheit, and thanks for something. Trying. I know. I don't know. I know. So this poor guy, he wants to be when he dies, when Mick Mars dies, he wants to be cremated and put in a lead urn, and he wants to go on an airplane in the urn and be dropped in the center of the Bermuda Triangle because he wants people <laughs> to be able to say Mick Mars is lost in the Bermuda, the Bermuda Triangle. Triangle. <laughs> kind of specific but cool yeah well okay you go mick and we'll just you know hope your lead urn doesn't uh, leach lead into the water systems and <laughs> kill things there's there's that he said he he reasoned that at, by 72 he's going to be old enough he doesn't want to live to 85 or 90 because he just he just doesn't want to his brain doesn't want this ugly ass body he says that's all effed up to keep going i wish i could just take the information out of my brain put it on a chip and into somebody else or a robot there's still a lot of stuff going on up there but this awful disease that j just is, is just wrecking wreaking havoc on his body so he says you know i thought how cool um, um he's come to terms with you know dying he but it's not the it's not this disease that kills you it causes something else to happen that that's what kills you okay so he says it rarely gets into your hands or feet so that meant he could play guitar and that's all that mattered most um so you know he's he said even though this feud has been going on too with motley Crue, he's kind of had a glimmer of good news in this uh uh interview with i think rolling stone he says he sold his publishing rights recently he cool. says that deal was finalized. Now I can relax, and I don't, you know, I don't really have to worry about anything. Since, like I said, I'm probably gonna only live another maybe seven, seven to eight years. Uh, so and that's what that is what's happening with Mick Mars recently. Well, okay, he's ready to die. Just when, yeah, I mean, when people come to terms with, they know they're sick, and they're, you know, it's very sad and it's awful. But he's getting his ducks in a row, as they say. Yeah, I mean that so, that part's good, but yeah. We don't need lead poisoning in the Bermuda Triangle. That will just the Bermuda the Triangle is, it's it's already messed up, Wesley. What's a little lead poisoning <laughs> in the Bermuda Triangle? I mean, go It'll be just one more thing. That's one the more thing. It could be the thing that tips it all. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, the Foo Fighters are yeah. in the news because they surprised the crap out of uh, out of people and went to the Glastonbury Festival and they didn't walk around and say, "Hey, what's up?" They got on stage as another band and played an hour well good for <laughs> them but i could just you just said that i could just picture them kind of walking around hey what's up with the foo fighters hey hey i know i know well dave Grohl was spotted backstage so people you know word started you know churning that oh wait i said that because not no pun intended but uh anyway he did <laughs> he was seen he was spotted spotted backstage so people you know thought oh what's going on Something's going to happen, something good. Maybe they're going to play. And they did. They came out. They went on stage Friday uh, at the uh, Glastonbury Festival as the Churnups. <laughs> <laughs> as the Churnups. Okay. I know. I ruined that, didn't I? And um, surprise, they just started playing. They, they played for an hour. They, they played where, uh, on the main stage where Arctic Monkeys were headlining later in the night. Uh, they played All My Life. 
uh, Dave Grohl came out and said, all right, MFers, let's dance. We only have one hour, so we're going to try to fit in as many songs as we can. He said, last time we played here was 2017. I don't know how many of you were here, but we sang that shit loud back then. Uh, and, and you guys effing knew it was us this whole time, didn't you? You knew what was up, right? We, we, we're not good at any good keeping secrets, he said. So they just they just jammed and... And that would have been an awesome, awesome surprise. Then the next night, so this was Friday night at Glastonbury. The next night, Guns N' Roses was set to play at the Glastonbury Fest. And they played, I don't know, five, six, seven songs, um, including uh, like a Velvet Revolver song. And they were jamming. And then all of a sudden, here comes Dave Grohl on stage with Guns N' Roses at the Glastonbury Festival on Saturday. stand still. (laughs) I know, I know. So they had already done like, well, Welcome to the Jungle, November Rain, Sweet Child of Mine, You Could Be Mine, and Slither, and a a Stooges song, and Live and Let Die, and all that. Then all of a sudden, out comes Dave Grohl. Axel says, we're going to bring out a friend. We'd like to bring out Mr. Dave Grohl, because there's never never such a thing as too many guitars. (laughs) (laughs) He said, said, there's no such effing thing. Last song, people. We love you. Thank you for having us. And he did. So what did Dave sing with him? That's he sang, know. you know what? D- d- don't even, even tell me this. The, this story doesn't even say. Welcome to the jungle. No, they had already done that. But oh, um, uh, but people Mr. went Brownstone. crazy. Uh, maybe, yeah, I bet you. Maybe if if it says it, I'll find it in a minute. Okay. People went crazy, tweeted all over the place. Oh my gosh, now I can die happy. Of course, <laughs> one like one, Mick Mars. Yeah, like one Yahoo, of course, was like, Dave, stay away from other bands. Leave no. the no. He put, somebody tweeted, "Leave the leave the rest of the bands alone, Dave." Oh, <laughs> shut up! Yeah, I saw my wife found a video from Glastonbury uh, that we saw over the weekend. It was just a short, you know, five minute report from a guy that was there, and it showed yeah. the uh, ribbon tower. And he was talking about this is what people you know think about when they see glass. Think about Glastonbury. There's lots of shots of the of the ribbon tower and of the stage, but not a lot of people show this, and it's either drone footage from about 150 feet up or he was at the top of the ribbon tower there and you know panned around and that the the festival grounds are a lot bigger than you would think you I mean you picture oh. kind of something like a music fest here if all of Tom Lee Park was devoted to one stage or something mm-hmm. but it, no there's mm-hmm. a lot more going on and he said there's a lot of little hidden features there's and off to the one side where there's still some woods about five years ago or so, they built a stone dragon as part of this fountain that's going into a a pond there in the woods, and it's oh, probably cool. about you know twenty feet long and you know hip high or so. That's just awesome looking. And then there's other areas where it's like they took the best parts of Burning Man and tried to put them in a section in the Glastonbury Festival. It looks just fantastic and there's so much going on there besides the big stage with all of this going on. So my That's God. really, really cool. Um, so is it one of those, it's not one of those festivals though where you camp, is it? I don't think so, I but don't I don't so. know for sure. Yeah, and you were right. He he, he Grohl did Paradise City with Guns N' Roses oh, okay. at Glastonbury so. Saturday. That would be awesome. People tweeted like crazy that how excited they were. That it was worth it, and you know, so very so good. Cool. I'm jealous. All right. I'm yeah, jealous. of course. You know, and they just did. I think uh, uh, Foo played Bonnaroo too uh, recently. I know that already happened. So All right. yeah, so very very nice. Um, in other rock news, or at least music news, I still haven't seen the darn movie Elvis. Have you? I did. I saw it uh, when it hit HBO Plus, and you know, I 
I know some people love that movie to death, and I know it was a critic favorite and Oscar favorite. What a depressing movie that is. I bet. It is I bet. so depressing because, I mean, it's oh. it's great to look at, but it the way that it's framed from the perspective of Colonel Tom, mm-hmm. the overwhelming, overhanging cloud on top of the whole thing is that Elvis could have been as huge and as iconic and as a number one symbol of the 20th century of music as he is, he could have been even more. But yeah. Tom yep. held him back and yep. how much more he could have done, how much better control he might have had of his own career, how much you know he might have been able to, without Tom there, how much he could have mitigated the stressors on him to not even need a Dr. Nick in the first place. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, I still want to see it. I still want to see it, but oh, I, yeah. I can imagine, yeah. Well, here comes Priscilla, based on Priscilla Presley's memoir, Elvis and Me. It's an A24 film. They released a trailer. It comes out in October. I am not familiar with this actress, Kaylee Spaney, S-P-A-E-N-Y. Don't know her uh, name, but I don't she, know most of their names. Yeah, she's so she's Priscilla. This guy named Jake, Jacob uh, Alordi is playing Elvis. Sophia Coppola wrote and directed it. And maybe I'll put the teaser on uh, okay. put the teaser on, on our Facebook page. So when she meets Elvis at a party, the man who's already a meteoric rock and roll superstar becomes mm-hmm. someone entirely unexpected in private moments, a thrilling crush, an ally in loneliness, a vulnerable best friend, the producer said in a statement. Through Priscilla's eyes, Sophia Coppola tells the unseen side of a great American myth in Elvis and Priscilla's long courtship and turbulent marriage from a German army base to his dream world estate at Graceland in this deeply felt and ravishingly detailed portrait of love, fantasy, and fame. Um, okay. So uh, first published in 1986, Priscilla's memoir, Elvis and Me, was described as an unprecedented look at the true life of a king of the king of rock and roll and the woman who loved him. So the publishers said uh, decades after his death, millions of fans continue to worship Elvis, the legend, but few know him as Elvis, the man. Here, in her own words, Priscilla Presley details or tells the story of their love, revealing the details of their first meeting, their marriage, their affairs, their divorce, and the unbreakable bond that has uh, remained long after his tragic death. So. Elvis and Me is coming out in October. I don't know. A, it's an A24 uh, film, so I don't know. I don't even I know guess what it'll that be means. In theaters. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It'll, I guess it'll be in theaters, but uh, so. I guess she's been really, you know, obviously uh, help them make this. I mean, oh, obviously. I, well, I mean, she it's based off yes. her book, so I'd hope she was right. involved more, a little bit hands-on anyway. That would be nice. But if it is going to theaters, then there's good news because more people are probably likely to see it than they would have last year. The global box office has jumped by 27% just in the first quarter of 2023. This is a new report from the International Union of Cinemas, which is a thing that I did not know existed. And I guess it <laughs> took them that long to you know get all the figures out and their predictions and so forth. They cover 43,000 screens across 30 territories. They're mostly centered in, you know, outside of the United States, but uh, that's what they say the ticket sales are going up. The uh, younger cool. age, group, age groups are steadily coming back to cinemas, 
and you can tell it's formed because they say cinemas instead of theaters. And the average ticket prices are going up. They were up 4% in Europe uh, from 2021. So it's an upward trend. And it awesome. was they were predicting this last year when the uh, admissions in France were up and followed by, the, by what, 152 million. Then UK, Germany, Spain, Italy all saw millions and millions more people returning to the theater. So they are, they are saying the production, the, I'm sorry, the audience is back to pre-pandemic levels. So the volume of new releases needs to do that too. And need, we need a more constant flow of diverse films, said one person from the UNIC. So people back to theaters, this is good news. Make some more movies, make them good. Great great uh, news, and let me plug Malco for a second. You Go know ahead. the Summer Twin Drive-In is, is open, and they do, I think they do all kinds, just, you can go to malco.com, but I think they do all kinds of stuff in the summer. Yeah, they have their, their drive-in specials, usually double, sometimes triple features with a theme. Yeah, and I think on t one day of the week, I'm not going to guess which, um, because I don't have it in front of me, they do... Um, Maybe kids' movies well, for a special price or something, uh, malco.com. But while you're looking, um, I saw that the new Spider-Man uh, just got just made a bunch more money and put. Did, was Flash on top? Was the Flash on top for a minute? Spider-Man was, <laughs> was on top, and then the Flash was on top. Right. Or, yeah, the Flash opened its first weekend really, really big. I have not, thanks to you know life throwing me plot twist, been mm -hmm. able to see that yet. But uh, oh. it, uh, it, 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 but it, it's a, not making the money that they were hoping it would make. Oh, right, well, at least people are going back to the movies. There are some that I've seen trailers, uh, some of which I've seen trailers that I want to go see. I just right. haven't really been right. been to a uh, movie lately. Right, Spider-Man thing, though, is yeah. you said the Spider-Man thing is a is animated, right? Yes, it's the, the yeah. second one with the Miles Morales Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man yeah. across the Spider-Verse. The first one was into the Spider-Verse, and then there's a oh, third yes. one coming beyond the Spider-Verse. Well, maybe I'll see the first one first if it first if it's streaming, so I can keep track. There you go. Because I yeah. like Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man. And the stuff. the take on it is is very different and. It's it's really really good and it's just gorgeous to look at, and cool. okay. that's an old time warp. Uh, the Malco Drive-In time warp is what they call it, and the only poster I've found with a listing of things is so small I can't read them. So that's not really <laughs> helpful. Uh, it looks like something that came from the two thousands. Uh, one is Shocktober. And I, I Gothic Dreams is another theme, but I don't know what the movies are because I I, I just can't see and find a listing. What is well, that's okay. We Saturday we gave Malco a plug, and you can check out the what they're doing for as far as summer and I think it we they in the past they would do kids like pick a day of the week and every every that on that day for a few months in summer it'd be like discounted kids movies like you know reruns of you know not like brand new stuff but i mean how cool is that that is you, great i mean kids yeah. want something to do they're out of school for the summer it's hot as crap malco there's your answer <laughs> <laughs> air conditioned theater yeah and speaking of movies yeah uh, we got a few texts and one is about a movie you know recently we talked about uh dark side of the moon and yeah. playing it with um wizard of oz, the wizard of oz right, right. So somebody texted us a New York Times article 
about an interview that Roger Waters did, or maybe if he was on Joe Rogan's podcast or something, I think maybe it was there. I didn't get to read the whole thing. Right. But it's uh, Dark Side of the Rainbow, because that's what people call it. Mm-hmm. And Roger Waters says, and I think we saw this too when we were talking about it one day, that, you know, no, we did not plan on, we had nothing to do with, you know, planning <laughs> on Dark Side of the Moon and, 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 and uh, uh, Wizard of Oz and all that. He goes, but, you know, I like, he goes, I like the idea. We we did not plan anything. I like the idea. So he he basically oh you know, sure. I mean, it's it's hard enough the, to make an album like that in the first place, know, much less try God. to sync it up with a any movie. I know, but how cool that 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 it kind of works that way. I've never done it. Have you? I I think I tried it once sometime in the nineties, and it parts of it did like they said it did, and other parts not really. You really sort of had to stretch your interpretation mm-hmm. of the timing, but uh, yeah, it's. It's a curiosity, but it's nothing more than that. Yeah, yeah. I, I still kind of want to do it. Maybe I will, maybe not. Uh, let's see. We've got some text for Lawyer Bill, and you can get them in anytime, 878-9420 for Lawyer Bill Thursdays. We really uh, appreciate when you get them in early so we can, you know, know what we're doing. So <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> especially if it's complex so we can give Bill you know, a heads up and he can research something to have a you know, ready answer. Yes, yeah, so we definitely keep those. Somebody sent us, Mike, sent us uh, a thing about Steve Vai playing in July at Minglewood, Minglewood oh, yeah. Hall. Okay. And how cool that is. And he, I guess, already got tickets. He says, second row. Yes, I'm a bit surprised to have this <laughs> level of talent in Memphis. He says, as Zappa coined, Steve Vai stunt guitar. Yeah, so, that's cool. a really good turn of phrase there because Steve, Steve Vai is absolutely a world-class premier guitar virtuoso. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, but on the other hand, most of what I've heard from him in the way of releases has been interesting to listen to as a demonstration of how good he is, but otherwise it hadn't really grabbed me as something I just want to put on my playlist and jam to a whole bunch. Maybe that's just me. Maybe it's just you. He's super popular, though, so apparently he's playing Minglewood Hall, Steve Vai, Minglewood Hall, Wednesday, July 26th. Very cool. Oh, all right. Very, very cool. Uh, my computer's making noise. I hope you can't hear that. No, not um, a thing. It's a very quiet, on. noisy computer. Oh, no, that's muted. Okay, good. So yeah, so Texas. <laughs> oh, and then Daryl sent Daryl sent a picture of some really a really pretty pond with, which I haven't gonna have to describe to you because it's radio, but a really pretty pond, uh, half full or uh, or most a lot full, of lily pads, blooming lily pads. And I said, where is that? He says it's this pond in Mason, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, and it's toward go out toward Covington. It's right by the road, uh, uh, Highway 59. So right. his travels take him there. So he stops and takes a picture uh, well, uh, periodically and sends it to us. Thank you. That is the joy of the text line. We get to see pictures. Yeah. You don't. And but we yeah. Don't, no, we thank don't you for have, listening, though, Daryl. We don't that's have cool. to go there. So that's fine, too. That's really, that's exactly. really cool, though. I, I like lily pads. So anyway, so yeah, text 878-9420. And uh, we have some, the AI, of course, always in yeah. the news. You have something about AI. I, I do, because it's not stories. really much of a day without some kind of story about AI this time. The, the U.S. music industry has decided to wage war, this headline dramatically says, on a AI server on the Discord uh, 
chat service, basically, is what it is if you don't know what Discord is. The It's the Recording Industry Association of America, the RIAA, one of our favorite organizations, the one that we're sure that Napster would be the doom of the music industry and no one would make their music. The people who thought that blank cassette tapes uh, would ruin everything and were wrong there. <laughs> this time, though, what they're coming after is there there's a server on discord called the ai hub there's about 145,000 members on there they share and distribute copyrighted music and they give some examples of some of the songs and artists that they put up there which in this case i see the riaa's point you distributing copyrighted music means that people who want it can get it from there and are unlikely to pay for it and they yeah. want them to pay for it i get that point the music files it says are being used as data sets to train ai voice generators which could then in turn churn out deep fake tracks in the styles of those singers <sighs> so the what the server is setting up to do here's a here's everything beyonce ever recorded and sang make us some new beyonce tapes or songs yeah. tapes yeah good job tapes uh, tapes. tapes aren't involved at all <laughs> anyway so they want the demand to uh, they, they want discord to take down this site in the first place but they also mm -hmm. want the names phone numbers addresses and personal details of all the users on that place probably so they can send them letters and try to sue them too yeah so, cease and desist i guess how are you they gonna do that <laughs> i don't know yeah. I, I mean discord i i have not tried to sign up for discord so i don't know how much real personal information you have to give them or yeah, if you can tell them that yeah. yeah that your name is a frog smith mcgoogle and you live <laughs> at 2112 Getty Lee lane or something yes. whatever you want yeah. Yeah. Uh, or if you have to give them your, your real info, don't know. But you know, right. the if it's the former, the RIAA, if they got what they want, which is unlikely, would get a bunch of ridiculous stuff. They uh, also have said that the uh, the U.S. Copyright Office is looking at policy issues that are being raised by this very sort of thing that this is just an example of. They hmm. have they've looked into. Uh, an initiative that involves the public artists, creative industries, AI developers, researchers, and lawyers all gathering together to work on this issue to come up with some sort of regulations for this oh thing, which could be thrown out there and promptly ignored by everyone who wants to ignore them. Mm -hmm. uh, the story brings up the case of the AI-generated songs from Drake and The Weeknd that came out a couple months ago and made all the way to Spotify and Apple Music, who have since erased them. Uh, on the other hand, uh, this singer Grimes, I, was she married to Elon Musk? Yes, yeah, she at some was point? The, or the girlfriend yeah. of Elon Musk, okay. yes. Or she is, she so. has given her cons consent, on the other hand, to everyone, says, if you want to use your your AI system to imitate my voice, go right ahead. I just want half the profits. Well, there's oh, that. There's that, but <laughs> yeah. Mean. All in all, this, the, so the industry is looking for better ways to protect itself from AI. Yeah. And Good. there's a human artistry campaign that was launched a few months ago. There's 40 institutional members that are involved in the music industry. That's the RIAA included, the National Music Publishers Association, the American Association of Independent Music, Sound Exchange, and others. And they put out this, I don't know, declaration of principles that support human creativity over AI-generated music that says, in part, 
Use of copyrighted works, use of the voices and likenesses of professional performers, requires authorization, licensing, and compliance with all relevant state and federal laws. Which sounds like they're throwing something good out there, but on the other hand, it really just says you got to obey the law, which is already out there, which you kind of already which have to do aren't. anyway, right? Yeah, yeah well, so, <laughs> supposedly. Yes, so. I mean, that's good, but that's good. But well, I guess they got to take some kind of stand. They can't just you know, stand around and, and watch this all happen without at least calling some attention to it. And right, I understand right. wanting to protect the the rights and money of the artists that you represent and yourself uh, by not letting this stuff get out and being easy to download with you know, for free. I mean, that's why yeah. we couldn't put Drake's oh, Musicast yeah. up uh, for download because it's all music, so. Right, 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 and that's good. But then you've got the Grammys over here, All right. saying, "Yeah, we're gonna, we'll let, we will somehow draw a line." And and they announced like last week or the week before, yes, some songs that are part AI generated will be can be eligible for a Grammy. Right, well, but but the AI, yeah, but they they came down firmly and said, "But the AI will not get the Grammy." <laughs> so good for you guys taking a bold stand right there yeah. we're not going to give any grammy the best new artist of the year will not be some dell computer yeah al so shove it that is our new <laughs> word for ai um oh, really quick right. tangent I've, i went to yeah. malco.com and oh, here okay. is the deal all right it's, yeah it's midweek at the malco and it's wednesdays through july 26 three dollars per ticket um, and it's part of the proceeds. I just lost the darn page, but part of the proceeds go to some are charity. You're going to local. I want to say children's charities. Okay. I just lost the page, but uh, no, here it is. Um, no, yeah. I did lose the page. But anyway, so so <laughs> just malco.com if you, you know, for just look up their midweek their midweek so uh, that, specials. So that's different than what I was trying to look up, which was their you know, drive-in movie theme nights that happen once a month. The uh, and so yes, but go, they do do that. Yeah, yeah so but, go but go there too and find info. out what their themes are and movies are yeah. for this year and enjoy watching it like the old days in your car with a speaker hooked up to your window. I know. How fun. And, and I, I saw, I saw <laughs> not a bunch, but a handful of movies like that when I was a, a, a younger person in the backseat of my parents' car. So there we go. Oh, so, fun. Uh, I remember one of them was Them, about the giant ants taking over, which might oh. be a, you know, a good eventual thing to have happen. We'll see. I know. Cool. All right. Circling back, <laughs> as they say in corporate worlds, which I don't know why it came to my mind, uh, to the AI story. Attached to what I was just talking about, Paul McCartney has gotten in the news. There were a few AI helped out Beatles songs that someone put together a couple of weeks Remember ago. We, we played yeah. two of them. But Paul is working on another one directly. And it's supposed to be the final Beatles song that's going to be released officially later this year. And he said the song was reimagined using artificial intelligence. And but he's clarifying this now. It says it it wasn't created by AI, right? Is what he's saying. It's not a Paul <laughs> accent. That was I, I don't know what that was, Narnia or something. Narnia. What they yeah. the song people think because he's not coming out and saying exactly what it is. The speculation is that it was a song from John Lennon that he wrote and did a demo of in '78 called "Now and Then." Uh, that's not been confirmed. That's just the rumor going around. 
And what Paul is saying the AI is doing is lifting John's voice and removing it from the other sounds on the demo tape. And I guess that, you know, that means whatever instruments are being played along with just the hiss and crackle of old cassette tape what 40 yeah. plus years later yeah so he, he says he can't provide too much information about the new song but he says nothing has been artificially or synthetically created it's all real we all play on it we cleaned up some existing recordings and he says that's something that they've done before just not with ai they're using ai this time so that's, okay that's what he's clarifying about all this and his inspiration to do this was what Peter Jackson did when he was directing that uh, three-part documentary, mm -hmm. The Beatles mm -hmm. Get Back, which is great, by the I've way. I've got to watch that, he, yeah. He used uh, artificial intelligence for the same reason, to clean up the old footage and the audio uh, on that whole thing, because that was all on film and reel-to-reel -reel tape that's yeah. 50 yeah. years old, so yeah. things wear thin, so... Paul does say that using AI in music is kind of scary, but it's something we're all sort of tackling at the moment and trying to deal with, like we are with just about every other industry out there. Technology. So, yeah, well, that's cool, though. So and at least, yeah, it's it's better than AI just making something up and goes uh, presenting the Beatles almost sort of kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like you said, he's using John's voice in these songs. So he's like from the old recordings. Right. And yeah, and putting AI to work to do that, I guess. Right. I don't know how it works. But it's that's, just pulling that's... it out and cleaning it up. So yeah. All right. Cool. Um, let me ask you this. All right. Ha uh, even the even if you have planned your your uh, what you, your body is going to do, um, like Mick Mars has, have you ever gotten help from a doctor, like a telehealth thing, like on the phone, like mm -hmm. like during like you know people were having calls. Now people have calls. For, with their doctor from their house. Oh yeah, that, uh, I mean, like that, an appointment because of COVID. Right. That we kind of got into that that thing. Have you ever had to do anything like that? I haven't ever been in a position where I needed to. I I, I was able to get into the office as scheduled, but I scheduled way in advance because it was a routine, you know, yeah. yearly physical sort of thing. Well, I'm at, I've never really had to do that either. I think my husband had to do it once, but. Um, much like that, there is now uh, the uh, the as the old saying goes. Somebody asks a question. Oh, there's an app for that. Mm -hmm. If you need home repair or maintenance on some kind of equipment or something in your house, there is now an app for that, where it's a phone. It's a real person with experience on the phone to help you fix whatever it is. If it's a leaky faucet. Or if it's like replacing uh, your filter in your uh, air conditioning, which I hope everybody knows how to do that, but maybe some people don't. Or if you're yeah, a new you homeowner, if you're young, if you're if you're young and you're a new and you know you're a first-time homeowner, you might not know how to do that. Your dad <laughs> might not have showed you how to do that. If you are young and a first-time homeowner owner, you are also either you know, supported by your parents or a unicorn these days. <laughs> I know, right? Right. So it's called the Front Door app. Homeowners can get advi get advice on home repair, maintenance, um, speaking in real time with uh, in in a video chat, like on your phone with an expert. I they have professional contractors. They have they have a list of vetted pros from a trusted uh, national network 
for in-home repairs, access, uh, you can access how-to advice, take advantage of exclusive member discounts. Now, the thing, the app is free, and the first video chat, it says, is free. But then it's kind of like a service you pay monthly. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. you know, you I'd rather, if it's, if it's, if you only need somebody once or twice in five years, I'm paying, well, you know, and I don't know if you can use it for a while and then cancel it, but it's darn $95 to get the air conditioner guy just to come to your house. Right. And before he tells you what is wrong and what you have to buy to repair <laughs> something, right? Yep. And, and if, you know, if it's something big like that, I would still want to bring in a pro to do oh, a sure, big project sure. like that. But if it's some little thing, I could see where that would be really, really helpful. And especially if you're, if you are in a house that is in need of some upgrades nothing right. really major just a lot right. of little stuff where all of the sinks are going to have to be you know switched out and you knew that right. buying the house or you know stuff like that there is stuff a friend like yeah. th there is a friend of mine that uh, is a building manager for a a complex sort of building that, that has a lot of stuff going on in it mm -hmm. and I have called him frequently. Hi, Alan of Geek Tank Radio. Uh, <laughs> for just little things, like there was some weird formation of ice on the side of my house once. I go, what is this? Oh, is something leaking or is it just... And he goes, nope, that, I've seen it before. That's just you know a, a blowback of, of ice and water and it just froze up there. It'll melt away. It'll be fine. And there was a, something else with my refrigerator's water feed connection he says no no it's it's simple and it's it's exactly what you you said it's just a simple set just you pull that turn that and and you're yep. set and you're set right so i mean a couple you know things like that regularly you know so if if you don't have your own allen then yeah that that yeah. might be this, a good service for you help. yeah it's called front door it also says it can help with other like do-it-yourself projects like I mean, I don't know if I would know how to remove wallpaper or replace a toilet handle. My husband does know how to do that. But I mean, you know, or getting like a sliding uh, glass door back on track. That is a pain in the freaking ass. I'm sure. And any So anyway, this front door app uh, can, can maybe help you. HVAC concerns. These technicians have like, you know, a bunch of years experience, like over 10 years experience, plumbing, stuff like that. Um, and but like I said, the, it, the app is free, uh, and since it since it was released in April, came out like April 11th, mm -hmm. it's been downloaded over 500,000 times. And starting just a few days ago on the sixth, it expanded its offerings with the launch of Front Door Premium. It says um, a uh, premium is the, a home service plan huh. that provides repair coverage for parts of systems and appliances that are used for everyday necessities like cooking, cleaning dishes, laundry, heating and AC, stuff like that. So there are different levels and different, you know, pay levels of this of this app. But right. I don't know if, you know, it might be it might be helpful at some point, but it's called Front Door, the Front Door app. One thing it won't be able to help with is the well rebuilding of a collapsed section of highway. Oh, but, yeah. Maybe saw this. I don't know. <laughs> this this comes out of Philadelphia. The story happened. Uh, there was a section of highway I-95 going through Philadelphia. Ah, a, saw the headline. Yeah, a truck carrying gasoline flipped over. It caught fire. It got hot enough to melt the steel in the bridge. And God, that's that crazy. led eventually to the highway section just collapsing. It's been rebuilt and is about to open up two weeks after it collapsed. 
months oh ahead of schedule. It is amazing. I mean, it, in Where's most that parts in Memphis? <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason this is making a nas- national headlines is because this just doesn't happen anywhere. It doesn't happen here. It doesn't happen in right. Texas. It doesn't happen in California or Montana, anywhere. But Philadelphia managed to do this months ahead of schedule. And they, the way they said they did it, the bridge is, re- is the re- replacement section is made of recycled glass and it's going to be temporary. It doesn't say how they did this, but I imagine if they did, uh, this story would be another like 10 pages long just to explain. Uh, here yeah. comes the science behind why this works. It's just going to be temporary. The state's planning a long-term construction that's going to be completed in the coming months, but they're able, them doing this means they could reopen it and all the traffic backlog that was happening because it says this, they serve as many as 160,000 cars every oh day. Oh my God, I bet. And so all the, all the backup was going into other states. The, this way they can have this open for traffic and they can work on it while it's open for the permanent replacement. Uh, they said the Downbridge uh, had done horrible this uh, horrible traffic construct, uh, con- congestion that I mentioned, and they got it back to working and open because they had more than 200 workers going in shifts 24-7. There was not downtime in building this replacement. God. And he said, even the local NASCAR tracks and trucks that are specifically designed to dry racetracks after it rains because they got rain and that threatened to delay things. So here comes NASCAR to help out. We got, we got a thing that can help you dry the road so you get back to work. We'll take it. Thanks. So (laughs) this is just amazing. Uh, It was Christian. So this opened it. uh, it, uh, They christened it with a fire truck carrying the city's professional mascots. That means the flyers gritty. It says a seven foot tall, tall orange monster that has captured the soul of the city in recent years and really has nothing to do with this story. They should have had all the workers on a float so people could I applaud. Know. That's just fantastic. I know. That's, uh, that is incredible and crazy. And my actual t- uh, uh, tangent, my stepdad's daughter lives in Philadelphia and uh, he was recently there. Now I know this, this probably, I don't know when this happened. I saw the headline. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. That's amazing though. And 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 stupid. I, th- here's something dumb. I didn't even think about drying the NASCAR track after after a rain. Of course uh, yeah. they have to do that. Of course they do. <laughs> and you know, but I, I'm right with you. In all of my decades and decades of religiously following NASCAR, I never thought or noticed that either. <laughs> I know, but I, you know, still. <laughs> oh my God, the things that you learn just randomly from I, another I story. I love it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what kind of college courses that you took, Wesley. Uh, it, in college, but there's a really interesting one at a Virginia college. All right. Um, I I I used to when I went to college. I th- the first thing I thought was I wanted to be in, get into archaeology. I don't know. I wanted to dig stuff up. I wanted to find stuff out like that. I don't know. You watch too many Indiana Jones movies. Maybe well, there are only not two necessarily, at that point, but, but I know. <laughs> right. No, thanks. Thanks. I'm old. But um, yeah. Then I thought I wanted to write copy for magazine ads. Yeah, I want to take that much more English. Not, <laughs> sorry, my hu- husband, the English teacher. No, but this college in Virginia, Emory and Henry, it is a they offer a course where you can hike the Appalachian Trail. 
which is 2,190 miles. Yeah, yeah. You know, it goes from Georgia up between Maine and Canada. <laughs> but they have a course that people can sign up and do this. It's part of an educational curric curriculum, Emory and Henry College in Emory, Virginia. It's 15 miles from one of the trail's entrances. Okay. And so they have come up with this course where students can hike either the entire freaking thing or a shorter, only 470 miles, uh, of its southern portion of it for college credit. Isn't that crazy? So that's the, is the whole course just hiking the trail? Well, or no. Is there, it's, it's, okay, th it's, there's other parts to it. Okay. There's other parts. It's called a, a semester a trail course. You can learn self-sufficiency skills like, you know, cooking and first aid basics because, I mean, oh, my God, mm -hmm. you're hiking with camping equipment. you got to know how to do it these, over these long distances. Uh, so it's really taxing on the body, obviously, says the director of outdoor yeah, programs for the thanks. college. But we're preparing students physically. If that sounds more like a military than college, note that the course will also help students hone nature writing skills and learn about Appalachia's complex blend of culture and history. I mean, the, the coursework is either done before or after the hike. And, um, okay, that so makes the, a lot of more the, sense then. Okay. Right, and so there's like a fact sheet that explains more about the logistics. They're, they, have, they have a student newspaper at, at Emory & Henry. It's called the White Topper. And allegedly, or supposedly, uh, students are transferring to the college just to take part in this program. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. But see, the when you were telling telling this initially, my first thought was, well, that would have to be the only class you took for the semester because <laughs> you're going to be getting further and further away from the college every day as you do the walking the Appalachian Trail requirement for this one. But so, like, you would do the actual hike, I guess, during the summer or during a semester where you weren't taking any other classes taking or something else. like that. Yeah, okay. it's, called, it's called a semester trail course. And okay. uh, this, this one student who transferred there just to do it says, it's also cool that the program helps whip you into shape. Well, I uh, guess yeah. you would have to be in, in a lot better shape to... You better start man. in some halfway decent shape. But that's that really caught my eye. I was like, dang, man, I had a boring college experience. No, I don't know. There's no way. 400, that's half of it. The, 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 one, the short course that they offer oh, yeah. is 470 miles of hiking. Yeah, I, I mean, don't the know. first American highway. There we go. Yep, yep. Oh, completely different topic. The FTC, that's your Federal Trade Commission, is suing Amazon. Do you have Prime? Yes, You've we got do Prime. have Prime. Yeah, I've awesome, got Prime. I've, I've used Prime for, I got it primarily because I wanted my stuff in uh, two or three days instead of, you know, five or six because I'm a modern American and just don't have time to sit around waiting for stuff while I'm playing video games and watching television. No, shh. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but it is nice. That it's nice. It is. It's great. And I, you know, some of the the fringe benefits have been just great, especially the television part. Well, the FTC is suing Amazon over Prime because of the way they have people signing up and the cancellation project. They say that the nation's dominant online retailer, as they describe them, which I guess mm -hmm. is wrong, has duped millions of consumers into signing up for its Prime program and sabotaged their attempts to cancel. They okay. say, the agency says, that they vi violated the FTC Act and the Restore Online Shoppers Confidence Act by using these dark patterns. It's just, they say they've tricked people essentially into signing up for 
Amazon Prime without making it clear to them that by doing so, they are signing on for an a annual automatically renewing subscription thing with Amazon. Okay. And they also say that it is they have made it very confusing and difficult for people to get out of it. Oh. And Amazon oh. has said, no, this this is this is just not true. And the FCC is and FTC rather is saying that the it's mm-hmm. difficult to navigate, designed to deter consumers from ending their Prime account. And Amazon has said this is just not valid. It's the third case the FTC has brought up against uh, Amazon in the past month. There's been one about uh, privacy lapses in Alexa and Ring units, and I can see that. Yeah. So and they said <laughs> Amazon said, "Well, you know, we disagree, but you know, we've got the money to pay this, so here you go. We're moving on. How about that?" Yeah. So, well, it's it is really. I mean. I, uh, I don't know. We've never tried to cancel it, so well, I don't see, really know what you have to go go through. Yeah, so, so the, the the part about them tricking people into subscribing by not making it clear that they're signing up for, you know, it's an annual and auto-renewing kind of mm-hmm. thing, it mm-hmm. may or may not have legs. I don't know. I can't say. I signed up for Prime years ago. I did it on purpose. Ditto. I knew yeah. it would auto-renew. That was not unclear to me, but... Yeah, that was years and years ago, so things have had time to change. I can't speak to that you know, personally. But what I can say is, at this point, I completely disagree with this claim that canceling it is hard. So I saw the headline, and before mm-hmm. I read the story, I, what, I said, okay, I'm going to see Did how tough this is. you go to your account? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I, I wanted to see how tough it was. Yeah. Okay. So it took me under three minutes to find where I had to go and find the button that says end membership. Yeah. I, so I went to the wrong place first. Right? I, oh, I gosh, looked around that? in the yeah. area where uh, Amazon touts all the benefits of the membership. So I went to, I think I mm-hmm. clicked on the, the prime deal. Uh, so I wasted some time there. So then I just clicked on that accounts and list button up near the top. That's where sure. you go to, that's where you got to check on the status of all the things that you just ordered five minutes ago right. to see if they're right. on their way yet, even though right. you know that that's completely no. irrational and you can't help it, but that may just right. be me. Uh, no, it's not But you, you do that. You click on that. There's a grid of choices there. There's orders, uh, your orders. There's login and security, and everyone goes there for your orders, so you know yes. how to get that far. Well, two sections over on the grid is a, a place called Prime. You click on that, it brings up a page with manage membership option on it. Uh, ding. Okay. You click on that. There's a drop down menu that has all three options of what you can do. One of those in membership. Oh so my gosh. It's, it's three. Easy. It's three clicks to find the place to in prime membership. And then People there's one more at nice. the end to do it. Now, I'll, I will add the caveat that there could be more steps after that. There, there could be like, are you sure are you, you sure? want to end membership? <laughs> yes. Are you really sure you want to? You're not are you robot, really are you? super sure, Pinky Promise, that you, you want to end membership? So, but you know, right. I don't want to end my membership, so I did not pursue that. So I guess it's possible, however unlikely, that there's that many extra steps. But uh, I don't think so. And it, so it doesn't seem hard. And if anyone who's curious, the other two options on that pull-down menu, uh, there's one that lets you share the benefits with your family members, and the other is an option to be reminded before the next auto-renewal kicks in. So you Hello. can tell them, basically, yeah. send me a message me. before the auto-renewal kicks in, which lets you 
go in and cancel it before it auto renews. So it's just Give me done a notification done. so I can ignore it like all the other notifications. <laughs> well, sure, but you know, yeah. but it's there, and yeah. so I, I, there's a lot of sketchy and horrible things that Amazon has been a, accused of doing, and many of them I am convinced personally are probably true. This is not one of them, I don't you think. You went through the, yeah, you went through the steps. Well, we got it a long time ago, too. And shoot, my husband even has an Amazon credit card because you get freaking free stuff. Yeah, I've heard. You get so many points after whatever time, I don't know, amount or time goes, but I don't know how it works. And then he's like, ooh, we need such and such from Amazon. Oh, like, hold on. It's going to be like $20 off because of all my points. Right. And so, like, genius, brilliant. And yes, we do like getting things, uh, you know, in a very quick, timely manner. Quickly, yes. I don't fast. have to have it in two days, but damn, it's awesome when I, 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 I do. I need that garlic peeler like yesterday. <laughs> I know. I need that foot massager like last year. Or, yeah, right. Uh, so anyway, you want to know about this group that's, speaking of ridiculous, you want to know about this group that's, let's, that's let's, mad? Let's carry on with the ridiculous. Why not? Okay. This group that's mad at a Georgia baseball team because right. of their name. Is it like, uh, we hate you? No, it's very, it's very clever. It's in Macon, Georgia. What rhymes with Macon? A very delicious Shaken. food. Sure, but another. Bacon. Uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, and bacon, the pig product. Okay. Uh, yes, yes. Macon, bacon. Macon, Georgia, Macon bacon, the the delicious food that you can eat. Well, no, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine has sent a letter Those to guys. the freaking Macon bacon baseball team saying, can you change your name? Because bacon is bad for you, and it and it's a processed meat, and blah, 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 and it sends, <laughs> sends the wrong message to fans. It's funny. It doesn't make me want to go eat bacon. Maybe if it does, that's my choice, right? <laughs> what are they? Uh, well, what's the alternative? What's a vegetable that rhymes with bacon? I know. I don't know. They don't even think they have an alternative. They say that it glorifies bacon and it's a processed meat and it, it and it raises your risk of cancer and other diseases and blah blah blah. And it's just not the name. They okay. So they're also mad now. This. But whatever, this is, it's a baseball park. You're going to have food that's bad for you. That's the fun of going <laughs> that, to a baseball that's game. That's what they do. They're going to rename themselves the Macon Microplastics. I swear. So they also sell, which I am so hungry now, bacon wrapped <laughs> menu. Okay, the concessions menu. Okay, this oh, this baseball, ought to be great. The Macon bacon. It includes bacon wrapped bacon. <laughs> which freaking rocks Dumped it much steak steak uh steak cut bacon bacon loaded cheese fries and bacon chips yes please oh, i want wow. some more the bacon chips sound good uh, i know so anyway they the the physician the washington-based physicians committee advocates for plant-based diets and scientific oh, research okay. about animal testing and they the letter says that the, the, ask the team change its name to Macon Facon Bacon F A C O N, oh, referring to way too many syllables. Bacon, really, I know. So anyway, they they said, you know, look, the the this name has been embraced by fans because of because 
and they do offer they do have concessions that include plant-based options so shove it yeah like french fries and they got their name from a fan vote there we so go shut up people yeah the people so of macon go, georgia want that bacon go macon bacon baseball team i'm for you what uh <laughs> i'm with them i'm with the i'm with the macon bacon i think it's cute one. and clever and, and, and it's, it, it, it it's, rhymes it's nice it rhymes. their mascot is probably a guy in a bacon suit and uh you know i think or a, said something about a mascot mm, either that yeah. or it's or it's some guy in a pig costume with a sign that says eat me Oh, the Macon here. Here's the. Oh, oh they okay. They, they here, tell us. Okay, good. The Macon Bacon had its first season with the Coastal Plains League in 2018. After the name was chosen by uh, in a vote by fans, the team's mascot Kevin won over Footloose actor Kevin Bacon, who once wrote a <laughs> Macon. There you go. The mascot was won like over that. even by Kevin Bacon, who once wore a Macon Bacon hat in an Instagram post. So there you go. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I like I, I'm with I'm I'm with Macon Georgia on on this particular issue. That the yeah. Macon Bacon. It's if they great. weren't Macon Bacon, then their name would suck. Yeah. Basically, well, whatever I, it would be, no matter you I, I you can't, can't top that. What else rhymes? What else rhymes with bacon? I mean, I said shaken. Well, with Macon, yeah, Macon. Uh, uh, no, I mean, nothing. Nothing. Bacon, Nothing, Wes. Nothing. Zaken, Yaken, Laken. <laughs> they could be no. making Lakers. No, that wouldn't work Make, at all, would no, it? No, I know. Okay. So, I know. yeah. Anyway. So, got to be so, bacon. We're with you, Macon, and, and we're just grateful your mascot is not two pigs having sex to make more bacon. <laughs> okay. All right. And since... Uh, there's probably nothing better that we've got in the stores at this point. So I I think this is a good place to wrap things up. If you have any text to send us about whatever, anything, even if we didn't talk about it and you're angry at us for that, that's fine too. 878-9420 yeah. is the text line. That's also where you send in your questions for lawyer bills. So go ahead and yes. do that. And otherwise, uh, go to our socials because Sid does a bunch of stuff there. I try to involve people, and we've got some good, good posts and good answers from you from over the weekend that we will get to whenever you want to, or whenever Drake wants to. So, so that's, yeah, that's how that's going to work. So, thanks so much. Uh, as as I say on my other thing, we hope that we were worth your time and uh, enjoy the rest of your day, whatever part of it it is. This is Drake Digital. <laughs>